KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio in depth. I'm Charlotte Reese. The Biden administration is promising to ramp up distribution of the COVID-19 vaccine. It's already going out to frontline workers and senior citizens, and in some cases being mandated in the workplace. So what about the people who can't get the vaccine and the others who just won't? Can your employer make you get vaccinated? Kent Petrie is an attorney working out of Bucks County and Philadelphia. He has his own law firm and he focuses on employment law. Frontline workers and senior citizens are starting to get the vaccine. And that distribution is only going to increase as the year goes on. And I keep thinking about, you know, the few groups of people out there who can't get the vaccine because of allergies or some similar reason. And there are other groups, right, who just won't get vaccinated. And I've actually been hearing from some frontline workers who say their employers are requiring the vaccine, giving some type of a deadline. And they worry that if they don't get it for whatever reason, they could lose their jobs. So is this true? Can an employer force someone to get this vaccine? So I wouldn't say that an employer could force someone to get the vaccine. If a person doesn't want to get the vaccine, that's their individual decision. But they can set the terms of your employment. In Pennsylvania, employment's what they call at will, which means that an employer can fire you for any reason or no reason at all, really. Uh, unless it falls afoul of some kind of statute, uh, such as the Americans with Disabilities Act or Title VII of the Civil Rights Act. So in looking to those statutes, we can see how the flu has been treated, for instance. Flu vaccine has been previously the issue of some fighting between employers and employees, whether or not the employer could require the employee to get a flu vaccine as a term of their employment. And generally speaking, in the past, employers have been able to require that their employees get a flu vaccine as a condition of their continued employment. Now, there are, generally speaking, two exceptions to that kind of requirement. One is under the Americans with Disabilities Act, or the ADA, where an employee can be exempt from that requirement of their employer if they have a disability that is covered by the Americans with Disabilities Act and which prevents them from taking that vaccine. If they have such a disability and it prevents them from taking the vaccine, then your employer has a duty to make what's called a reasonable accommodation for you unless there's an undue hardship to that employer, uh, which the ADA defines as significant difficulty or expense. Uh, So it's kind of on a case-by-case basis. You're going to have to let your employer know that you believe you have a disability that prevents you from, or some other medical condition that prevents you from taking this uh, coronavirus vaccine. And then your employer has to undergo its own evaluation in order to see whether or not that's a reasonable accommodation, whether they can allow you to telework from home or give you additional protective equipment or move your desk. And if they can do so without undue hardship, then they should make that accommodation. But if there is some additional expense or undue hardship for your employer, then they have no duty to make that accommodation and they can either require you to get that shot or terminate your employment. 
the other exception to this requirement of getting a coronavirus vaccine would be under Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964, uh, where an employee could be excused from taking this vaccine if they have a religious exemption, where they say that they have sincerely held religious beliefs, practices, or observances, and taking this vaccine would violate those religious beliefs. It's a little bit of a different standard from the viewpoint of the employer there. So you would let your employer know that you had a religious exemption under Title VII of the Civil Rights Act, and your employer would then undergo a similar analysis to see whether or not they could provide, again, a reasonable accommodation that would not pose an undue hardship to them. An undue hardship under Title VII is a lower standard than that under the ADA, where Undue hardship is defined as more than a de minimis cost to the operation of the employer's business. So nominal expenses the employer might undertake in order to maintain your employment and not make you get the vaccine. But if there's any kind of substantial expense that they're going to have to suffer as a result, then they're under no obligation to give you that accommodation under Title VII. I think a lot to this vaccine, right, there's going to be a lot of different reasons, maybe even political beliefs or the disinformation out there, even a meme, right, like they may have seen on Facebook with this. Is that a different situation? How does that kind of play out if there's pushback? So coronavirus is actually, it's already been considered and determined to be a more serious threat than how Uh, Employers, the EEOC, and other government entities have treated these kind of situations in the past. So under these statutes, which are kind of your only two basis for uh, objecting to taking these vaccines, uh, the standard is what the standard is. Just political beliefs aren't an exemption under these statutes. Seeing a meme on Facebook isn't going to get you anywhere in front of the EEOC. So you have to either fall into one of these two exemptions or your employer is going to be able to require you to take that vaccine. While we kind of look at this flu vaccine as guidance and how it's treated that, we can go back even further and look at how they've treated smallpox back in the early 1900s. There was a Supreme Court case back then called Jacobson v. Massachusetts that already found that the government can impose reasonable regulations such as a vaccine during a pandemic for the purposes of protecting the safety of the general public. Now, while that's looking at it in terms of what the government can do, uh, it is also relied upon in the context of what an employer could reasonably do. That said, when you look at it in the context of just employers as opposed to what the government can do, the EEOC has already found that coronavirus is more serious and meets what they call a direct threat standard, which allows employers to conduct more extensive medical inquiries and controls than normal. So usually if you go to your employer and you tell them you have a medical condition, they're restricted in how much they can look into that. Or if you tell them you you need a reasonable accommodation for your religious, uh, they need to kind of respect your privacy in relation to your religious beliefs. But given how dangerous coronavirus has been determined to be already, they can really look more into that and make sure that you're not faking a medical condition or presenting yourself as belonging to the the church of this uh, spaghetti monster and that you're not allowed to take it because of your belief in in the memes you've seen. They're not going to buy that. It's a more se- they're taking it more seriously and looking more into those kind of requests for exemptions. 
The EEOC has also already drafted and released a document called Pandemic Preparedness in the Workplace and the Americans with Disability Act guidance from back in March, uh, where they've already found that coronavirus presents a significant risk of substantial harm and employers would suffer as a result of allowing employees to show up unvaccinated and continue to spread this, this disease. So there's already things on the books from advice and guidance given from the EEOC to Supreme Court cases that's going to allow employers to mandate this vaccine if they feel they have a legitimate business need for doing so and protecting their business or their customers. Mm -hmm. Do you see this actually maybe playing out in court or do you think the law will treat different jobs in different ways moving forwards, considering, you know, nurses and daycare workers versus people who have more leeway, right, to work at home now or different cases like that? Yes, uh, everything ends up in court. So the potential for this ending up there eventually, there will be court cases on this. But from what I'm seeing and how I, I'm reading these statutes and previous court cases, they're not going to have a whole lot of luck. But it's going to be, again, on a case-by-case basis as to what is their excuse, what is their reason for not getting the vaccine, and how would that impact the employer's business. If you're an Uber driver or a DoorDash person, Well, first of all, I think they're classified as independent contractors as opposed to employees, which may be its own little wrinkle there. But they're kind of working in their own car or they're working remotely or people that can work from home and they aren't interacting with customers or other employees. Forcing them to get a vaccine might not be a legitimate, serve a legitimate business purpose. And if it doesn't serve a legitimate business purpose, and if you have an exemption on top of that, then they're going to be hard pressed in order to force you to get a vaccine because it doesn't really tie into the terms of your employment. You're sitting at home by yourself, you're transcribing something, you have no interaction with anybody, there's no real need for them to require you to take it, and there's no cost to them for allowing a accommodation to you uh, should you request one. We're just talking about mandating vaccines in the workplace. And you've mentioned, right, like this pandemic has changed a lot about the relationships, some of the boundaries between employees and the employer. Some workplaces are still asking employees to take temperatures before entering the building, which was, you know, a health department request. But, you know, some quarantining after, you know, coming back from a different state, those type of things. And looking at this from the law perspective, how do you think this pandemic is going to have an impact on the workplace and employment law moving forward? That's a good question. This has, because of the seriousness of the disease and how it's being treated by the government and employers and, and the citizenry, it has given more powers to employers to require vaccines or testing or whatever other things they want their employees to require. And once you give that power to anybody, be it the government or employer, it's hard to put that back in the bottle so that at least in the short term, it is expanding their ability to act lawfully and require more and more things from their employees. And once they get a taste of requiring things from their employees, it might be harder to get them to 
contract what they're requiring of them. That said, again, since Pennsylvania is an at-will state, they already have a lot of powers for what to require of you under the terms of your employment. So what might actually end up happening is these employers might feel emboldened to continue to act in this way and think that they're allowed to require anything they want from their employees, and they might actually end up running afoul of people who have other situations, disabilities, their race, their sexual orientation. And so employers moving forward need to be very careful about tying in what they're requiring of their employees to the current situation and making sure it's lawful and not overstepping their bounds. As you said, the vaccine is a completely kind of different story considering the guidelines put in place, right, by the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission and things like that. And I'm reaching out because of somebody had come to me and told me that they got a letter from an employer telling them basically that they had to get the vaccine by a certain date. Is there any kind of advice? I know this is weird times, but advice for people who may be getting these letters in the future or just dealing with kind of this rollout that may, you know, freak people out or if they have medical requirements that they need to be thinking about. So they need to make sure that they're communicating their concerns and situation to their employer. If your employer doesn't know anything about it, they can't make an accommodation for you. So if you have a concern about the safety of the vaccine or you have a concern about how it would interact with your specific medical situation, make sure they're discussing that with their doctors, first of all, and get a scientific backing for their concerns and then communicate that to their employer and see if you can work something out with them and just, and also have a reasonable accommodation in mind. When you show up to your employer, don't just present them with your problem and say, I don't want to take this vaccine. Present them with a solution to the problem and say, I'm not comfortable taking this vaccine or my medical situation prevents me from taking this vaccine and how we can address it is this. I can work from home. I can take a, two, a leave of absence. I can I can work on a different floor. I can wear additional masks. I can, so come up with a solution that makes it easy for them to grant you that accommodation rather than putting the burden on them to come up with a solution to your issue. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio in depth. You can listen and subscribe to the podcast on the radio.com app or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Charlotte Reese, and we'll have another episode out soon.